Congratulations! You found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. And special guest, Alyssa Mann, the queen of romance. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time. They are three book girls. I met a bachelor, someone who was on The Bachelor last week. I can't believe you're even watching that. I think that's the influence of your girlfriend. Me? No. Yeah. The reason why we watch it is because we we have a contest going, so it's competitive because the person who loses dies first from watching it. The person who loses yeah, has to buy the other two, either Red Lobster or Poke Loco. Ooh, high stakes. Yeah, yep. See, Food bets. She likes I like to it. Watch some reality series, and I like to be competitive. So, best of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though, I'm they just thinking me into that I'm not the no, nausea okay. induced by watching such a show would sort of counteract the good things about getting a free meal. Yeah, but then when you're competing, doing like Fantasy Bachelorette, you're like going for your guy. You're like, oh my God, don't do that stupid thing, Jed. You're my guy. You've got to win. And then you can talk trash to each other. <laughs> you just gave me a stroke <laughs> from this rolling is my so eye. so much better than fantasy sports. <laughs> See, I took oh my, my fantasy God. sports and made it into fantasy Why watch such a okay, shitty so show? Come on. You can never get that time back. Okay. We did it for The Bachelor, but it was just me and Kaylee. And then we brought her in for The Bachelorette. I'm here I, for The Bachelorette. You know, you rarely hear stories of a son corrupting a mother, but I think that's probably going to qualify. It's working. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch that show that was the spoof of The Bachelor? I don't know. I love you. Oh, I forgot about that. That was ben so Stiller? funny. Yes. No, no. no it was actually a, a pseudo reality show, but it was a spoof of The Bachelor. I don't remember what it was called, oh, but it no, was so freaking funny. Ben Stiller. Oh did my gosh! A it was hysterical. What, what, God, it had to be. It was a show on Yahoo, and we had a desktop computer. So it where was the hell is Nicole when we need her to Google some shit up in here? And it was called Burning Love, and it was a reality competition done by Ben Stiller. It wasn't real, oh, but it was okay. like a satire of The Bachelor. Yes, yes. And the first contestant to go home was Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> it was hysterical, and no one remembers it. Well, this was actually, like I said, it was this goofy series. We need to look it up and find out what it was. I mean, so right, fucking hold stupid. On. Hold on, yes. hold on. Oh, my gosh. So it was a spoof on The Bachelor? Yeah. And I don't We're remember looking. the name of it, but the... the the guy they had doing it actually thought he was on a reality show, and everyone else, they were actors. Burning actors. Love? What? No, that's what the one that she just said. That? Burning Love was no, mine. No, that, Yeah, what? that was Alyssa's. I don't remember what it was called. Everybody's uh, taking their phones the out. The Diet? Yeah, no, it wasn't The Diet. Mm. Okay. The, uh, huh, huh. the Bachelor Pad? No. No, that's an actual show. Or the Bachelor Spoof or something like that. Well, there's yeah. an SNL Bachelor Spoof. No, it wasn't mm. SNL people. All that's pulling up is Burning Love. Yeah. Or I keep seeing stuff, ways The Bachelor and The Bachelorette are fake. I know they're fake. Duh. Ugh. That's part of the joy. Yeah, give me some time. It might come back to me. Ugh. I can't is believe you're even... Is The Bachelor real? No, it's not. <laughs> of course it's not real. We should introduce you, Sharon. You just hopped right in, just like you've always been with us. That's what I In my like. heart, I am always with you. And every time you guys have an event, I'm like... Fuck, that's the weekend before my daughter graduates from college. Damn it, I'm not coming to Oklahoma in January. It's going to have an ice storm. Yeah, you're probably right about that. No, you're going to come this day that uh, we're supposed to get tennis ball size hair. Uh, I've got a rental car. It's fine. <laughs> that's the spirit. I bought the insurance. It's all good. What's oh, your man. last name again, Sharon? Dolitsky. I knew I was going to pronounce it wrong, so that's why I made you it's do it. just like it's spelled. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, Alyssa and I always already found a connection. She went to college at Westminster in the middle of Missouri. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. So, which town are you from specifically? Um, I am. It's called Weldon Spring, and it's a suburb of St. Louis, about oh. thirty miles outside of St. Louis. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Missouri's been in the news lately. Go Blues. <laughs> Let's go Blues. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so yeah. I'm glad you're here with us in Oklahoma City today. I'm thrilled to be here. 
another one of our uh, virtual. virtual Why did I pick a name like that? It's got so many R's. Virtual world tour. Virtual world tour. A bunch of special guests. Special guest works too. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fuckload easier to say than the other one. Invisible special guest. I S I invisible I S G S G. Invisible special guest. So I was going to talk about that uh, Netflix series. Oh, Dead to Me? Yes. Bonnie (gasps) and I started watching that last night because she came over to vacuum her car. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I have the big ass, you know, shop back at my house. So she's like, I'll just come over to vacuum out my car. The dogs can play in the backyard. Her dog then proceeded to try to dig out of my backyard (laughs) and eat my back door. That's a new one for her. It is. She was like very feisty yesterday. I get the digging, not the door eating, but... Well, it's because we were inside. Oh, had to get in. And at my house, the dogs live outside. Gotcha. So she was thinking, why the fuck won't you people open the door to me? Yeah. (laughs) She's not used to that. Yeah. Because she lives inside Vonnie's apartment, so... Yeah. Well, first we must explain that while you were cleaning out your car, you left the radio on so that we would have music... And then killed and my we battery. were playing around and and didn't notice that the music went off. So then when we finished, she went to turn on her car and the battery was dead. So my husband was four, four houses down at a pool volleyball Bang. game, drinking copious amounts of beer and didn't answer his cell phone, of course, because he was in the pool. Yeah. So we had to trudge down there and ask him where the uh, battery charger was. So, of course, you know, he's like explaining what it looked like, <laughs> telling me where it is. So we go back to the house and the only thing I could find was a battery tester because my husband is an engineer. So his garage, his shop is full of shit that looks like it should be something. You so, need labels. And so at the end of that long convoluted story, we had to go back in the house and watch television for a long period of time. And then he never did come back. So we ended up pushing the car back up the driveway and using the jumper cables anyway. Yeah, because I was in front of her garage. She couldn't get out to jump me. So we ended up having to push my car down her driveway. <laughs> At least it's a straight shot. Well, right. And she doesn't live on a hill. So thankfully, I mean... or else we would have been stuck. So in the meantime, we went in and we were looking at Netflix and we found the series Dead to Me. So we turn it on and we're immediately, I'm terrible about I don't ever shut up during these shows. Imagine that. And so I'm speculating. I'm going, well, this is going to happen and that's going to happen and this is going to happen. And she's like, you read too many suspense novels. So then she goes home and I keep watching. So then I'm texting her. Are you watching? Are you watching? I predicted it. So, well, I told you I thought the same thing. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you read too many suspense novels. I thought the same thing. <laughs> it's so good. It's good. Your- I'm like on episode, I can't remember which episode I'm on now. I want to say five or six. Also stars Oklahoma sweetheart James Marston. Who? James Marston. That's He's what so I said. Is that cute. the guy? Yeah. The, he is a cutie. The good looking dude that's at the house, the big house? Steve? Yeah. Oh. He's from Oklahoma City. He he lives three houses down from my HR coordinator. Why could we not get (laughs) him on the show? Nothing. No offense, Sharon. Fine, fine. (laughs) Made me feel bad. We never get any fucking beefcake on this show. (laughs) We're just saying, if you were a hot guy, we'd be happier. (laughs) (laughs) What if I just take my shirt off? Would that help? Woo! Will I turn you into James Harson? I don't know. Are you, are, you magic? are you hiding a hot guy under there? <laughs> it's in my bag. But he's a blow-up guy, so. Yeah, just add water, instant boyfriend. Yeah. I actually gave, gave one of those to a friend of mine as a gift one year. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I watched that, and then I watched Bonding. Has anybody seen that? No. no. It's supposed no. to be good, though. It is fucking hilarious. It's about this chick who's a, um, oh, what do you call it? Um, a matrix. Mi- Dominatrix. Oh. She's a young girl who's going to college for psychology. And she's a dominatrix and her best friend is gay. And he's kind of struggling. They're both struggling because they live in New York City. And she talks him into being her assistant. And it's really a good show. Um, 
I seriously enjoyed it. I watched the whole thing. And you're asking, why weren't you reading? Probably because you already read a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, I actually wasn't reading at the same time. But those are my television recommendations for the week. Anybody else got a television recommendation? No. I started watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, she's hooked. Veronica Mars. Watch Veronica Mars. I've seen Veronica Mars. It's old, but Hulu's uh, eight-episode new season comes out at the end of July. What? So I've been re-watching. Yeah. They doing a reboot? Uh-huh. Just eight episodes. Mm. I hate it when they just do eight. Well, they already had a movie. I mean, what a tease. Because they kickstarted their movie back in 2014. Yeah, I remember that. I watched that. It was I really liked, good. I really I liked drove Veronica. all the way to St. Louis from Fulton, Missouri to see that movie. Of course you did. There's there, no theater. There were no theaters because it was only showing in AMC theaters, and that was the closest AMC theater. There weren't any in Columbia or Jefferson City. Wow. So we had to drive all the way to St. Louis. Drove an hour and a half to see an hour and a half movie, and then we drove all the way back home. Hmm. But yes. Was it a wise investment of time? Yes. <laughs> totally better, worth it. Yeah. Better than watching The Bachelorette? Yes. Again, I'm only watching it because of the competitive thing. I would not watch it normally. I will be hazing you about this forever. The problem is that it bothers you. See, I watch shitty stuff like that all the time. She'd haze me all she wanted, but I don't care. Sometimes you just have to accept that you're watching shitty things and you like it. Well, I'm not. I don't think she likes it. I think she's only doing it because of Tyler. I'm only doing it because of the competitive thing because whiny ass bitches are not my forte. And she cries at least twice during every show. Ew. And there's a lot of people that like those kind of shows. I just don't necessarily, I just don't like reality TV. I'm just not into it. Me. I'd either. rather watch stupid stuff like Lucifer and Vampire That's Diaries. Stupid. That's stupid, though. <laughs> what kind but of weird shows like do it. you watch? You watch any weird shows, Sharon? Um, I love pleasures. Bar Rescue. John Taffer. Bar right. Rescue? Bar Rescue. He goes in with these failing bars and kicks the shit out of the whole staff and the owners and then elevates them to something magical. Like Kitchen Nightmares. Yes. Okay. Yes. I could be into that. And Cupcake Wars. I'm kind of like I like, food. I I like cupcake wars. We love, we love food ever porn. Yes. On cupcake wars. <laughs> but I still love to watch that show. I, like when I watch cupcake wars, which I used to with my old roommate, I would just pick the person who irritated me the least and hoped that they won because I hated all of them. It's like you're annoying. You're annoying. Your bow is bigger than your head. Your I bow can't is bigger this. than your head. <laughs> There's some like that. There's some yeah. of them that are just oh, ridiculous. Over the top. But it's fun to watch them try to make these. Cupcakes out of these ingredients that are are toxic together. Yeah. 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 You have to put pickles and peanut butter in this cupcake. Who? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. God damn it. Mm. People I haven't eaten yet this morning. Speaking of which, you're definitely doing brunch after this. And there will be no pickles or peanut butter. Peanut butter, yes. Pickles, no. I love pickles. She hates pickles. You are sitting But not in the same cupcake. I knew somebody that liked to eat peanut butter on their pickles. Like the big what? fat pickles. The fuck? They would like put a scoop of peanut butter on their pickle. And I was like, and I mean, you know, because I'm all trying new things. No. So I no. tried a little bit and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm mm-hmm. not into th- mm-hmm. Somebody just looked in here. It wasn't Ooh. Fred. Who the fuck? Is it the cleaning people? They're vacuuming. Oh, that's probably. Well, it wasn't the. Uh, yeah, it's cleaning people. They don't usually come. To the studios. Maybe it's a That's special day. About Kiss control room. Do you hear him? I can hear him. Yeah, he's got a feather duster in his back pocket. Maybe they're assassins. They might be assassins. You never know. <laughs> you, you, that would be the perfect disguise. Mm-hmm. With a feather duster in one pocket and like a stiletto on the end of the feather duster. Oh. <laughs> or maybe it's like a secret gun. Yeah. Ooh. I was thinking it was a poison dart gun, like a dart <gasps> blower. Yeah. I like that too. Oh my God, you guys, I think we just started writing a book. We did. Speaking of books, that's actually why we're here. Can we talk about Since we've already talked about television and just about everything else. <laughs> that's usually what we do, though, so we can get all that out of the way since we haven't seen each other all week. We haven't seen each other all week. You, you and me, Melissa. And we've never got to meet you before, Sharon, although we've had many conversations on Facebook. Truly. Truly. Yeah. About books and, and whatnot. And pe- what people are reading on vacation. Yes, and... I love your pictures from the beach. We'll have to start putting those on the 
on the main page. They're fun. It's um, I like going to resorts and seeing what people are reading. And the last time I went to the beach, it didn't work, but I actually got my husband involved in it. And so I'm walking around with my, my phone, taking random pictures of people in their books. I'll actually show you the pictures later. <laughs> Were, the, were you doing it covertly? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was total. Like it's like Mission Impossible. Do, exactly. Do, 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 so funny. Do, do, do. I love those beach read articles because sometimes I look at them and I'm like, I'm not going to read that dark ass shit on the beach. <laughs> I like dark ass shit on that the beach. That looks like the opposite of the thing I want to be reading while I'm tanning. See, well, it I depends. Kind of, yeah, I really enjoy reading murder novels on vacation. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. Maybe maybe it just puts me at ease because I'm always on the lookout for sketchy ass people. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Outside my comfort zone and all that. Like cleaning crew people with feather dusters. That's true. Super <laughs> sketch. Ninja. I suppose we can change the subject. <laughs> Bonnie. <laughs> Why don't you get us on the correct subject, please? There's no ninjas in my book. Damn it. So I don't know. I don't know how to transition ninja feather dusters to <laughs> World War II books. I got to admit. You've just done it. You've just That's done excellent. it. Excellent. There it is. Yes. <laughs> Segway complete. <laughs> I read a book called The Invisible Bridge by Julie Oranger. And this was one that was, I think uh, Shona recona- or recommended this to me. Oh. I, I could be wrong about that. She had tons of recommendations. Yeah. Um. This is a long ass book. It was 27 hours. Jesus. And it felt like 27 hours. It was one of those long books that feel like a long book. The subject matter was really great and the story was really great, but the way that it was written, it just didn't keep me compelled enough not to notice how long I had been reading it, if that makes sense. You felt it. Yeah. It was dragging you along. It, It drug. It was very, it was a very draggy book. (laughs) and this book was it was started in 1937 and it's about a family that has three brothers and they are um hungarian jews and they live in budapest their family is not very rich and so the parents can't afford to send them to college or to university um so they, the two of them end up getting scholarships to Paris to go to school. And the main character, he is going to school for architecture and he gets a scholarship and he goes to Paris. Well, by the time he gets to Paris in 1937, um, they've already started a lot of the anti-Semitic stuff, like where Jews aren't allowed in specific shops. And there's a lot of prejudices against Jews already so he kind of runs into that a lot and then about halfway through his school year he founds out that they have reneged on his scholarship so he finds out that he's going to have to pay for his for his schooling well there's he's made some really good friends and everything at the college already and one of them ends up getting going to a poker game with a guy who's very rich Loves to play poker and likes to play high stakes. And after he's lost most of his money, doesn't have enough for the next game, they tell him about the friend that they have that has lost a scholarship. And he said, we'll bet you the cost of this guy's schooling for the next hand. And the guy loses. Oh, so he no, no, it was a good thing. Because the guy bet, oh, 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 oh. Ag- he bet against the schooling, so he lost. <clears throat> so he ends up paying for half of the guy's school. Wow. The main character, I can't remember his name, but some weird name. I never say the name of the characters. I guess <clears throat> I can't remember half of <laughs> So, but he still has to pay for half of his school. So he gets a job at a theater and um, starts befriending an older lady who is one of the actresses who has a daughter who's a little bit younger than him. And they decide that, you know, she's going to set him up with his or her daughter. So she could, he goes over and does not get along with the daughter, but ends up having a very good rapport with the mother. So they end up in an unlikely relationship. 
with this younger man and older woman. Cougar. Yep. Nine years. Nine years was the difference. Yeah. I mean, when you're older, that doesn't seem like much. When no, you're it doesn't. 20, it's a little. He catches a lot of slack from it from his family and stuff at first. It's a lot about that relationship and a lot about this one specific main character's life and about how he ends up having to go back to Hungary before his school's done, about a year and a half into his schooling, a year and a half or two years, and he ends up having to go to work detail because by then the war has started. And while Hungary didn't have like the concentration camps and stuff like Germany and France did and everything, um, they had work detail and you had to go to work detail for like two years and then you were supposed to be done with it. You weren't supposed to have to go anymore. Well, he does his work detail and he's supposed to be done with it. Well, then they call him back up again and conditions like slowly deteriorate with all of the stuff that they're having to go through. Until, of course, the end of the war and so on and so forth. But, yeah, that's what the book is about. Like I said, the content is really good. Right up my alley. I love the story. Just way too fucking long. <clears throat> I just, just the writing style just didn't catch me mm. as much. It's how, how was the narrator? Was the narrator part of the problem? No, the narrator was hmm. decent. Sometimes I have issues with the narrator. No, I That's just, when I start speeding it up. Um, I did speed this one up, actually. <laughs> I listened to this at one and a half speed. Ooh, that's Ooh. speedy. Yeah. That's like chipmunks. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hers is like chipmunks. Yeah. She does hers at like two. How? No. How are you even hearing the words? Well, is that for stuff you're not liking? No, 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 no. Sometimes they just talk really slow. I'm used to people who talk fast. But the sad thing is, is after you listen to it fast and then it goes back to normal, you're like... What's wrong with this and recording? That's, <laughs> and that's part of the problem because I kind of got used to listening to them like that. And now it's hard for me to go. I, I, I haven't listened to a book on regular speed in about a year. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> I always have to have it just a little bit. You know, like <clears throat> if, if I have a really fast talker like me, mm-hmm. then I have to back off on it a little bit. But most right. people are not fast talkers. No, no, you're right. And especially narrators because they're enunciating their words. They're supposed words. to talk slower a little They're bit. giving me some pregnant pauses. Yeah. I don't like the pregnant pauses. Me no. Skip Because then shit. you're like, you know, and they're, and then. What? And you're like, what happened? <laughs> I'm Stop it! Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put my own emphasis. Yeah. But yeah, it was. I mean, it was still a decent book. It was a good book. It was just really long. I mean, I was listening to it at work going, oh, my God, how have I not been listening to this for 20 hours? (laughs) What do you mean it's only been two? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are a much uh, more forgiving soul than I, because if I had been feeling that way, I would have been like, click. Well, if the story wasn't good, then I definitely would not have. It 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 wouldn't have made it past hour five. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the story was good, so I wanted to, you know, keep with it because I wanted to find out what happened. And I think part of the reason that made it seem long is that they would talk in first person for a while and then it would talk in third person. It's like you would talk in first person and then it would have like a summary where it's like, so it's like the summary you were like, is it about over? What's up with that? And then it would go back to first person, which was very, it made it jarring. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was so... I would have had an issue with that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like I said, you know, if you can get past the writing style, the story is awesome. And it ended it ended well. I didn't end at a cliff. It had a good ending. And again, that's Invisible Bridges by Julie Oranger. My turn? Yes. Okay. So this week, I am reading, I read... Say no to the dude. I was going to say, dude, you have to. <laughs> Do I have to read it right now on air? Yes. Page um, 17. <laughs> Do and this first. Pick a random page. Just randomly pick a page and read this the first paragraph. They gathered for dinner in the inn dining room, and even Mr. Bissett Karen joined them, complaining of a cold but never sniffling. It's a one-sentence paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we didn't get any he's keeping bosoms in that. <laughs> Damn it. They just went to dinner. 
Shoot. Well, maybe the sniffling made their bosoms heave. <laughs> Oh I don't think I've ever heard of anybody that gets turned on by a runny nose. Yeah, I don't think yeah, so. No. There's probably somebody out there, though. <clears throat> mm, baby, let me get that vapor rub for you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I read Say No to the Duke by Eloisa James, and this book has not released yet. It will actually release on Tuesday, June 25th. Was that the one that go- uh, came from the... Uh... This was my first book fairy book from Nicole. Oh, okay. Yes. So um, a little backstory. I used to really hate Eloisa James books. Really? Um, well, I started reading romance and I dated it probably 10 years ago, probably when I was like 17. And so, cause she's a really big name. She was one of the first people that I was like going to read and I hated it. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I don't like any of this. I don't like her writing style. All of this seems dark. I hate it. I was dumb in 17. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> so now you what, what you're saying is you've matured into so, it? Yes. Okay. So I'm a real adult now. <laughs> and um, this book totally changed my mind. So this book starts off with, it is just after the American Revolution. So like 1780s, 1790s. And this is in England. So they've lost the war. Okay. Yes. And so... Um, <laughs> As they should, right? As they did. They lost the war. And so um, Lady Betsy Wilde is currently kind of on the hunt for a husband. Not really on the hunt, but she's kind of like, it's time to get married. I'm like 20 years old. It's like, I'm ready to go. And so In other words, she's horny. Yeah. Okay. And so she has caught the interest of a duke. Um, He seems really nice. He's a little boring, but like he's going to have a, he's going to be the Duke when his dad dies and he's a really nice person and he has all these accomplishments and he's super smart. Seems great on paper. Has a lot of money. That's the symbol that Mm -hmm. that, uh, Martha is making and she's absolutely correct. Yeah. Gold digger. Exactly. (laughs) Well, except she's already, are you a gold digger if you're also rich? Oh, no, 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 (laughs) no. Sorry. I I was just, you know. She just wants to, like, marry into... Comfort. Continue having the money. <laughs> okay. It's a good goal. Yeah. At that time. Um, but so... She's kind of being pulled astray by a friend of the family named Jeremy. And he has come back from the war with PTSD. And so he's having a really hard time with it because at that time, we did not know what PTSD was. Shell uh, shock. Shell shock, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is even a little pre before they called it shell shock. So they really mm. didn't know what was going on. That was more um, 1800s. They knew more about that um, following the war with France. Well, one of their many wars with France, but particularly <clears throat> the one they had after the American Revolution. And so um, that was one of the most interesting parts of this book for me was it was really explored. He has this moment that you find out about where some fireworks went off and he just kind of lost it. And he woke up in Bedlam, which was, in their words back then, the insane asylum in London. Mm, Bedlam was Um, a rough place. Bedlam was a really rough place. And to have gone there was probably the biggest social sin that you could have because it meant that you were insane because there was a huge stigma against any kind of mental illness, especially if whatever had happened was so bad that you had gone to Bedlam. And he really only came out because his family had money and he was titled. And so the romance in the story is between him and Betsy. And it was a really good story. It was not my usual fare. Like I'm usually more romantic comedy because that's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, But just the exploration of what it was like to deal with mental illness back then and working through that was really, really interesting to read. 
Well, you stretched your comfort zone out a little bit. I'm proud of you. Yeah. And so she, um, I'm going to read more books by Eloisa James. This is the fourth in the series, but I'm definitely going to go back and read the other three and whichever ones come out next, because it was really, really good. Like, I like that kind of thoughtful work because I think it's really important to talk about mental health in all of our books. But especially, I think, for a long time, romance just kind of skipped over because it was like, it was back then. It wasn't a thing. Well, it was a thing. We were just calling people insane for it and sending them away. Mm. And so this book was really, really good. I highly recommend it. And it was Say No to the Duke by Eloisa James. And it comes out Tuesday, June 25th. Yay. Yay. Two days after we release this podcast. Yep. Good timing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, then you yeah. can just jet right out and buy it if it uh, fits the bill for you. Yeah. All right. Very good. It's your turn. Sharon. It's my turn. Um, well, just so everyone knows, I'm kind of on Team Vani with the historical fiction. Uh-huh. Team Vani. Team Vani. <laughs> yes. And um, I really couldn't decide what to review so it was like a game day decision so i went with the black death at the golden gate Ooh, that does sound like a bonnie novel so this is about the bubonic plague in san francisco in the late 1800s early 1900s what yes (gasps) it was there oh my gosh so is it uh non-fiction or is it historical fiction it's historical fiction all right this is a real thing okay so it was a fairly short book, uh, 270-something oh, pages. Wow, that is short. So um, <coughs> in the late 1800s, the plague showed up in rural China. And of course, you know, we never hear about these things because the Chinese, you know, it's out in the country and it doesn't matter. So what happened was it moved from China to Hong Kong. And then from Hong Kong, of course, it goes to San Francisco. And um, because of the immigration, because there was immigration so because of the railroads, the Chinese were coming in to do the um, working. And so the working or the living conditions for the Chinese in San Francisco were absolutely awful. San Francisco at that point was a shithole. You know, they had they didn't have sidewalks. They kind of had these wooden boards and there were rats everywhere. And we all know how the plague is spread now, but they didn't back then. They were still right. trying to figure that out. So uh, this doctor gets sent. They do realize it's the plague, even though the Chinese are trying to hide the bodies. This doctor, he's actually a part of the precursor to the, to the um, Surgeon General type office. He was a military doctor, and he gets sent to San Francisco. And he works on this island where they send the people that need to be watched for, for diseases, you know, kind of like sequester them off before they carry the disease to the mainland. What do they call that? Uh, quarantine. 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 Thank you. And it's actually an island outside of San Francisco. And so he's got the quarantine island. And uh, he was sent there by his boss, who is super jealous of him because this guy that is in charge of the quarantine island is super smart and he's a researcher. So he realizes it's the plague. And he's freaked out and he's trying to tell everyone it's the plague. And of course, the governor of California at the time is like, hush, hush, hush. Because uh, they don't want to create panic. Not only that, California sent all of their fruits and vegetables all over the place. Of oh, the state. Money. It's all about the money. And so this poor doctor, he's not a very good people person. And so it doesn't really go well for him because he keeps... He's fighting the Chinese because it's pretty much sequestered in the Chinese community, which is a very small area. Three guys sleeping in a bunk, and it's just terrible. So what they end up doing is quarantining Chinatown. And so the Chinese start hiding the body. So they really don't know how bad it is. Anyway, long story short, (laughs) the first doctor gets fired. New guy comes, starts working with them, and they figure out that it is the rats. They end up basically burning down Chinatown. Then we always have the earthquake that shows up just oh, to shake man. things oh, up a little bit. Time. Woo! Oh. And, um, <laughs> Literally shake things up. <laughs> they really shook things up. And so the new doctor, Dr. Blue, figures out it's the rats. He has people bring the rats to him. And uh, so it ends up going to Southern California and infecting the squirrels. So random random people still end up getting bubonic plague 
in rural California and out in the West from these infected squirrels slash rats. They killed most of them. And the really cool thing they figured out was that the fleas that were over in Europe and Asia are different than the American fleas. American fleas, stronger and better. So, <laughs> so, so what happened was because of the way that their intestines and their digestive tract works, the um, European and the Asian fleas are more likely to bite more peep, more animals, more people, and it spreads faster that way. Oh, uh, huh. But there's still recorded cases in 2016 and 2017. Um, I was going to say in Wyoming. Uh, several people got the bubonic plague recently from gophers because some oh. people will use gophers as pets. Oddly enough, I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Why would What's you want happening? a gopher? Because they're as a so pet. damn cute. They waggle their little tails oh, okay. and they're just so sweet. And they got the plague. And skunks get it too. Okay. Just okay. FYI. Yeah. yeah. It's Rodents. still around. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. And uh, but yeah, it was really interesting. There were a lot of interesting facts in it. If you don't like it, it's fairly detailed, you know. A little bit is, gross. It is what it is, but uh, it was really, really cool. I think Alyssa wants to read it. I learned so much from it. Anyway, so the name of the book is Black Death at the Golden Gate, and the author is David K. Randall. You I'm know, gonna that's, read it. I, it kind of has, um, did you ever read frog music? No, no, I didn't. That they had talked this... about the quarantines and frog music. Yeah, well, that was for smallpox. Oh, yeah. Remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was getting... Kind of some echoes of, because there was a story that went on. You know, I'm glad sure. you said well, what book it was because I'm like I read a book where there was, there was um, <clears throat> there was problems in with disease in Chinatown. What was that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was frog music because that yeah. took place in San Francisco as well. If you want a cool. really good book about San Francisco historical fiction, that's an awesome book. Excellent. Had all kinds of cool too. stuff. Uh-huh. I just like learning about diseases. Well, this wasn't about. The disease at all. It was about oh. something else. It was a murder mystery. Oh, that okay. took place. But it's more about the relationship between two uh, friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two very unlikely friends. Very unlikely. Very friends. unlikely yeah. friends. It was such a good book. Yeah. But that actually sounds. That sounds like one of those crossover books because yeah. it, it kind of hits all of us a little bit. Right. Me for the grossness. <laughs> oh yeah, and they did describe what you know. Alyssa, because she likes plagues. I'm obsessed with the plagues. I love plagues, too. And me, because I like historical fiction. Mm-hmm. So, nice crossover, Sharon. Yeah. Good book choice. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. I think I'll go for murder. Because, you know, that's what I do in the summertime. I like... I, I tickle... That's what she, she murders in the summertime. <laughs> I was going to say. So. It's okay. harder. It's yeah. harder to... I, I dig the holes those... in the winter. <laughs> Frozen ground. Yeah. Exactly. Those mysteries and, you know, thrillers and stuff like that. You I try to bury them in the snow and they just unthaw. I know. It's awfully hard to dig into that, you know. <laughs> or the dogs dig them up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But actually, this one is about someone who is innocent and convicted of a crime. It's called Confessions of an Innocent Man by David R. Dow. And it is a debut novel, so check mark for me. Um, it is. Uh, it starts off in, it's almost like a, well, it is a flash forward to the present time where he's holding two people in a bunker. So you kind of get this, kind of vision of what's going to happen way before you get to the actual thing. So then you go back in time for the entire rest of the book, which is the story of how he meets and falls in love with an extremely rich woman. He is a chef. And so this woman comes into his restaurant and she takes one bite of a sandwich and then calls for the chef. So he comes out and he's thinking, oh, crap. <laughs> Somebody's going to complain. Going to complain. There's going to be a bug in her sandwich or something. And it turns out that she compliments him and tells him how much, you know, how wonderful the sandwich is, blah, blah, blah. They That's such in. a good meat cue. Yeah. And she's uh, quite a bit. <laughs> I know. This is like romance already. <laughs> so she uh, is quite a bit older than he is. And she is um, ill. 
but she they they fall in love un- unlikely um we also find out that she has a condition which makes it very painful for her to have sex so their relationship is all about their togetherness and their love versus sex so she gets murdered bludgeoned to death in her home who do they always blame a husband a new husband of a rich woman who he doesn't have sex with and of course she's given him permission to have sex with all the waitresses at his place ding 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 ding. (laughs) right so you have all of that stuff happening so he goes to prison and (coughs) and most of the story does take place in prison it's kind of reminiscent of the shawshank redemption because Mm -hmm. you get a lot of visions of him having conversations through the death row walls with um other prisoners and his relationships with them and the fact that he's completely and totally innocent of this crime for which he's been sent to death row uh but you know something else is going to happen i think that's what really what did it for me was you kind of forget almost because it was such an in-depth vision of of I mean, you just really felt for this guy because he wasn't guilty of the crime that he went in for. And I was kind of in the back of my mind a couple of times thinking, oh, well, you know, maybe he's lying. Like some of these other books that I've read where he's just really good at making you think that he didn't do it, but he actually did. But I'm not going to tell you the exact outcome. Kind, You kind of know What's going to happen all along, you just don't put all the pieces together of how it happens, which is what made it such a, I mean, I read this fast and not just because I had it turned up. (laughs) And not only because I had it turned up to 2.5. No. (laughs) I was just compulsively listening. I mean, I just wanted to get done with it because I was so, you know, excited to find out what the end ending of it was going to be. Even though I knew what the ending was going to be, I wanted to see why he got to that point and who was going to be in that cell. Because you just didn't know. I mean, you couldn't, I couldn't figure out who he was going to take prisoner. So it was cool. I really liked it and I gave it five stars. Wow. Because it was really well written. The narrator was great. It had all the bells and whistles I like. It just gave me that perfect summertime beach read that I enjoy, the type of book that I like in the summertime, because it was, I was, you know, through it in a day or maybe a day and a half. I don't remember exactly, but (laughs) it was great. Anyway, it was called Confessions of an Innocent Man by David R. Dow. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. It sounds really good. I'm not looking at dog pictures over here. <laughs> we know I'm the totally truth. totally listening to your book review. <laughs> I can't believe it. I thought you liked murder mysteries. I was listening. You were looking, looking at dog pictures, dog videos. No, it was um, it was on that Red Dirt Rescue oh, All Star site. Well, somebody posted a new picture. I had to look at the boxer. <laughs> you see what I deal with. <laughs> I can't keep your attention for five minutes. You're as bad as your son. I was listening while I was looking. You're not the only person that multitasks, okay? Uh, are you on dog spotting? Oh, God, don't give me no, another one. Is that another site? It's a Facebook group. Is it? People take pictures of dogs all over the world. Mm-hmm. Aw. Mm-hmm. I have to look at it. It's called dog spotting? Dog spotting. Have what have you up. done? <laughs> We're never a bigger monster. (laughs) We won't see her for weeks now. (laughs) And now you won't let me come back. I know. It's a lot, Sharon. Did you hear um, on the news that, like, people are getting bone spurs on the bottom of their skull from looking at their cell phone too much? See, I don't understand why it would do that. I saw the pictures, too, and there are little, it almost looks like a prehensile tail kind of coming off the back of the skull right there. Yeah. And I'm thinking... What's that supposed to do? Balance you or something? Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. It, it probably has to, it has to do something with with um it being not a normal position for your head to be in. Because they explained it on the news, but I was only half listening because I was also trying to get ready for work and stuff. But I'll have to like pull it up and look exactly. But 
You know, being a sci-fi fan, my first inclination was to picture an alien. Yeah, that's what we're going to look like. That's what I thought, too. With sort of a prehensile tail coming out the back of our skull to keep us balanced properly. Yeah, because we're like this looking at our phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like a tentacle. Yes, exactly. (laughs) That would kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. balance our head. I mean, Balance our big head. And maybe you could carry stuff with a tentacle, <gasps> too. Like I, a third arm. <clears throat> I know. God, it's like a built-in selfie stick. <laughs> I would hold a hair dryer. I know. You could just hang or it up mirror. on the back of your head. So you yes! can see the back of your hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> Less trips back and forth to the car for your Walmart sacks. Exactly. It's another arm. I'm just got, I've got I'm here all for kinds it. of ideas now. <laughs> what happened to your tentacle body? Uh, too many Walmart sacks. <laughs> Maybe it'll be like a lizard tail and it'll grow back when you break it off. I broke my lizard tail yeah. on the back of my head. <laughs> oh, Mom, I broke my tentacle. <laughs> Think of all the new hairstyles, girls. <laughs> you wouldn't need a weave. <laughs> What else could we do? Let's see. We could, uh, depends on how long it is. You could put your crown on it. Yeah. (laughs) Is that kind of like your horns holding up your uh, halo? (laughs) You'd see people dyeing it different colors and I would totally do that. Getting tattoos (laughs) on it. I would also totally do that. (laughs) Or you could fork it so you have two. Yeah. Oh, well, you mean like having it pierced like people have their tongue bifurcated? Yeah. 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 And they could be like antlers. Girls have their tentacles pierced. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is seriously grossing me out. But but funnily enough, it reminds me of that series I'm so excited for, which is based on the book that I really loved, The Rook. Oh. Oh. When does that come out? The 30th. I don't know. Yeah, Tyler said, did you hear what Martha did about getting that that subscription? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, she told me. So disgusted with myself. (laughs) (laughs) But I am listening to The Rook again to get myself all psyched up about it. Tentacles feature in in there somewhere, extra body parts and all kinds of weird shit, which, you know, I just... Totally love it. It's your thing. It well, is. tentacles are kind of cool. I mean, my D and D character has a tail. Yeah, I picked yeah. one with a with a with a big tail, long tail, a tiefling, which you know it's in the new D and D manual. So I I didn't know what the hell is that. What's a what's a tiefling? I oh. wanted I wanted something with tails and a horn. Oh, that's cool. Horns and a tail, you mean? Instead of tails and a horn. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, D&D, all the way to Wyoming, Dylan, because, you know, this is my first week back from vacation. We listen to a book. Usually we listen to a book, but it's usually me listening to a book and Dylan surreptitiously <laughs> with an earbud in one ear <laughs> listening to rap music on the other side. Yeah, so I can't yeah. see him. But this time he was actually listening because it was based on, well, I wouldn't say based on, it was a D&D type book where this group of characters are adventuring together and whatnot. It was called Kings of the Wild and it had kind of a funny, snarky thing going and it featured a lot of monsters that are in the D&D universe. So if anybody's interested in that, that's another little I won't give you a full review because that would take too long. But we listened all the way to Wyoming and Mm -hmm. part of the way back. And I won't lie, when I was watching Game of Thrones the other day, I was kind of looking and saying, I need to remember this stuff for our D&D game. (laughs) I I have ideas. It's like we're finding Bonnie's inner teenage geek. Sounds like it. At at a really late time in her life. 40 is the new 20, so it's not too far off. There you go. Well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just a late developer. <laughs> I'm still in my teenage years. <laughs> uh, it's a lifetime love. What can I say? I, I wore this shirt with the 20-sided die on it mm-hmm. on my vacation. And I'm telling you, at all the fast food places we stopped at along the way, cool shirt, man. <laughs> so I talked I talk to a lot of strangers on my way to Wyoming. Mostly young boys in uh, fast food joints, but hey, you take it where you can get it. Exactly. 
Speaking of fast food joints, I'm hungry. God, Let's go eat. You know, when we do this on Sunday morning, it's like, it's so seriously hard for me to get through it because I'm like, where are my fucking eggs? <laughs> um, I want I, some eggs. It's Sunday morning. I should be in my pajamas. <laughs> where do you want to go for breakfast? I don't know where you want to go. I don't know where you want to go. I'm going to eat lunch food <laughs> wherever we go. <laughs> it's noon. Sharon, thank you so much. She Welcome. thought you were going to ask her about breakfast. I know. I was like, you have no choice. I have no idea what's around here. <laughs> yeah, we won't make you pick. Cause, thank you God. Know, this yeah. is our patch. I, we'll is. probably go to our regular place. Our patch. <laughs> as long as I'm like your patch of grass. That's my patch of grass over there. <laughs> That's where I walk my dog and it shits. <laughs> For Bonnie, um, anyway. Echo has specific places that she poops. Oh my God, and I can't believe I can't believe places. I brought that up again. Ha, why Christ did you do this? Freaking cracker. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. I know. So Sharon, thank you for joining us today all the way yeah. from misery. Missouri. Thanks, girls. <laughs> we appreciate you and thank you for being one of our it's not really virtual world tour. No, I, I'm here. I'm not yeah. a hologram or yeah. anything. Yeah. 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 Hologram would be cool though. That would be super cool. Yeah. When can Skype start doing that? Holograms. I wish they'd get busy. Then then you could come on the show more often. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll put some of your pictures up on on uh, Facebook for uh, your beach. Oh, yeah. You have to like message them or something shots. so that I can save yeah, them. I will. And I put will. them on the... Because that's freaking awesome. I think everybody should do that. They should be sending us pictures of what other people are reading in public. Just like tasteful ones because I don't want to get like hate mail from I saw my picture on your website. What the <laughs> right. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> well, and honestly what I did was, you know how people save their, their chairs up. on the beach. I took mm-hmm. pictures of the books on the chairs. Okay. It wasn't That's even better. Yeah, that way I didn't have to worry about anybody getting all pissy or anything. And then the ones that I saw that were reading stuff I was like furiously typing this stuff on my phone as I was walking by. And I leaned <laughs> over to my husband and I go, did you see what they're reading? He goes, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's it like was you a guys covert are, operation. Like you guys are private investigators. We are. Oh, that's so freaking cool. And yeah. not stalkers, not creepy stalkers at all. Oh, not at all. And it's not like anyone's going to notice me and my six foot two husband staring at your book. <laughs> like, oh my God, do I have a booger on my nose? What? <laughs> What's that you're drinking? <laughs> no, quick, take just... the picture. Quick, take the picture. <laughs> And on that note, I think that's going to do it for Three Book Girls. Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.